We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard a house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to The Last Call Podcast. My name is Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, I have my co-host, Nick Warner. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Episode two. Am I right there? It is episode two, the second episode of The Last Call Podcast. I know we're already on episode two. It's crazy. But in case you weren't with us for episode one, I'll go ahead and explain how this goes. Nick and I host a podcast while we are drinking. And we are challenged by drinking six beers in 60 minutes. And Nick, I'm going to give you another shot. What is the catch of the drinking of the beers? I'm not going to lie. I prepared it all week for this. I thought about it. I wrote it down. I rehearsed it. The key is that the beers have to be at least 5% alcohol. Wrong. It's 6%. You were so close. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is it, the rules. <laughs> no, it's five percent. So we do have to drink six beers in sixty minutes of five percent alcohol by volume. So Nick, with that, cheers. Cheers. So real quick, Nick, I do have to get something off my chest to uh, make this a better Friday moving forward. Uh, I had a day, and uh, a lot of it actually revolved around this podcast. So. I was trying to figure out all of our podcast stuff. I was trying to upload it to Spotify, upload it it to iTunes, upload it to YouTube, do all that stuff. And um, I could not get Spotify to work and I really needed their help. Well, they don't have a phone number, so I have to email them. They email me and they say, hey, go do these things. All of things I already did. Then I respond to them and I tell them I already did all those things. They respond back with the exact same email saying, hey, go try these things again. What kind of customer service is this? Nobody has a phone number anymore, right? You can't just you call. Must have been, you must have been giving them some hints that you are uh, not computer competent or something. I don't know. I they don't gave know. me the same instructions twice. I finally got it figured out without their help. So thanks for nothing. But anyways, uh, Spotify, Spotify is a great platform. We're going to be on there. We're going to be on iTunes. We're going to be on YouTube. But the, just the customer service, man, is non-existent anymore. Nobody has a phone number. You're always automated. You always have to, you know, email them. You can't just call and talk to somebody anymore. Welcome to the 21st century. Just really, really got to me today. And, you know, it made me think of some of the times I actually appreciate good customer service. Oh, real quick, uh, before I get to good customer service, another thing. Google, stop signing me out of my Gmail, please. Every single time I close my browser, I have to go back into my Gmail and sign in. I have tried 15 different ways to get it to stop. Won't stop. So I think you're just struggling with technology this week, period. I guess. Man. I don't know. Like, oh, Maybe you just need to go back to the 1990s where you belong. I, I actually do have coworkers that make fun of me because I'm 26 and they're all in their 40s. And they're like, man, you, you sound like you're 70. Because I just have problems with technology, and yet we have a podcast. So that's my rant. Uh, no more of no more of that. Um, but I do want to actually throw somebody out there for having amazing customer service, and that would be Maker's Mark Distillery in uh, Louisville, Kentucky area. So, <clears throat> yeah, I know it's kind of out there, but hey, you know this is a this is a podcast with beer. Yeah, we'll, we'll, liquor, right? we'll get to our beer in a second, but I just want to shout out Maker's Mark. The reason being, we went there for a bachelor party. We were running late, because why weren't we? And so we show up, and we had a scheduled time to be at this event at the distillery. And it was like a taste testing something. And uh, so we're running late. We get there. We find one of the workers, and we're like, hey, we were supposed to be in this class at whatever time it was, one thirty. And she goes, oh, yeah, I see you on the list. Well, here, just come with me. She takes us to the front of the line in front of all of these other people trying to get in and just like waves us through, gets us our wristbands, puts us right in the class. We're all in the front row together. Like it was just incredible. Then I fucked up and we had a second event that we were supposed to be on time for and we were late again. They put us in the next class after the one we were supposed to be in. No questions asked. Just said, oh, you know, we get it. Not a problem. They were so accommodating, so friendly, and I will rep Maker's Mark uh, to anybody who's willing to listen just for their customer service. So 
I think this is like a uh, common theme that we're just not very good with time at all. Anything we do, we're always late. Probably, yeah. Um, in college, our fraternity, we were in Triangle Fraternity. Go look it up. I don't want to explain what Triangle Fraternity is. It is a Greek fraternity, though. Uh, we used to say that we run on Triangle time, which was 15 minutes late to everything. If it's a, if so, we have something at 730, we're going to be there at 745. So I was late for Triangle time multiple times as well. So <laughs> I don't think that, that system even works very well. No, so. it, 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 it was a running joke that we would be late, and then we were late to being late. So anyways, that's my rant for, for Friday. I can have a great Friday now. Um, and so, uh, Nick, what uh, what do you got? What are you drinking tonight? Shit, I got to look, man. I forgot. Uh, I have the delicious, amazing, uh, released, I believe, once a year, Hop Slam Ale. Uh, uh, brewed by uh, Bells up in Comstock. Michigan. Yep, that's not it's too far, not too far away from me. Hopslam, that's a heavy beer though, man. Yeah, um, I I'm gonna mix it up here. I'm not gonna go the full six because I think that would end very poorly. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up and do three Hopslams and three Budweisers, uh, followed up with the American Classic. Um, but I'm honestly, it's, it's probably probably a good idea because I listened to the audio from the, the previous or first episode. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't speak well when I'm sober. You have to and enunciate. It sounded, it sounded even worse when <laughs> when I had some drinks in me. So well, I'm going to try to do better. Let, well, yeah, let's, let's cut that beer, shall we, with something a little less heavy. So um, me, on the other hand, uh, mine's not terrible. It's 5.7%. I'm drinking the uh, Rubeus from Founders up here in Grand Rapids. So it's a raspberry ale. So I could see this might get a little bit old after a while, but I do like Founders. I do like this beer, but I've never tried chugging six in an hour. So, well, uh, is it sweet? It's pretty sweet. Yeah, this this could also end poorly for me, but I really do like this beer. Founders is a good brewery. Uh, so we'll see how this one goes. Let's do it. You know. <clears throat> This has become our weekly routine, right? On Fridays, we get together, we record this podcast, and we have have a good time, and we drink. But it, it started in, in it actually started this morning when my uh, one of our friends uh, to our group message said something about our, our normal pre COVID routine uh, whenever we were all together um, hanging out, and. It, it just got me nostalgic and kind of made me miss the pre-COVID times. I mean, this has now become our new, you know, Friday routine. But, I mean, we were, we used to have the exact same routine almost every, every weekend when we were together. And, you know, I, I just, I miss those days. And, um, you know, we would hit up uh, Broad Ripple in Indianapolis, right? And uh, we would go to specific bars. I'm not going to tell the audience where. You can figure out where we go if you catch us on the street. But we had, uh, we had the holy. We called it the Holy Trinity. We, it's the same ones we hit every single week in the same exact order. Everything worked out beautifully. You would pregame at this bar. You'd go dance for a little bit at this bar. You'd go to the last bar. A single guys trying to find maybe a, a lady to hang out with. So it was uh, it was the three same bars every time. And, and by the way, none of us ever got the ladies. So <laughs> no, that's, that's, you, you strike out every time, but you go home happy, whatever. No, there is a fourth stop there, and it's usually hitting up the the Jimmy John's that's in Broad Ripple or one of the other uh, the taco place. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, there were a couple late night places. Or you hit that place, so you got to wrap your night up with some some good food. Absolutely, you can't you can't go home hungry. So uh, we had some good times, and so I just got uh, nostalgic about the the pre COVID routine, the weekend fun and shenanigans that we'd have, and I hope that comes back soon. But um, I really do enjoy doing this. Uh, it, it's a fun way to uh, one drink, have some fun conversation, talk about you know just random shit, and then. Uh, you know, uh, whoever's at home, if you want to play along when you're listening, by all means, do it responsibly, do it safely. We're not leaving our, our houses, apartments, wherever we are. Do it responsibly. We don't condone. Uh, I mean, if, if you want to do it while you're at work, uh, if you want to play, I want to work. I want to work where you work. If you can do this at work, be, I want to work where you work. That would be fun. I think I will. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm just listening to a podcast over here. Don't mind me. I'm playing a game. <laughs> I'm playing a game. Leave me alone. No, it'd be it'd be uh it'd be interesting. You know, I always I've always uh, thought it was funny if you go into like any uh like workplace like the the uh, what do you want to call it the worker code of ethics or whatever your your uh, employee manual. Yeah. It always says that you you know you can't show up to the the workplace drunk. You can't bring alcohol, drugs, or whatever into the workplace. But they never say anything about me bringing ingredients into the workplace to make my own beer. That's just so I could bring you know some hops in and some of this stuff. I I I brought it in as just individual components and I made beer. That just seems like a lot of extra in. effort. I mean, I, I'm just I'm just trying to get around the rules here. I'm no brewmaster, but doesn't it take like a couple of weeks to actually brew beer? Like it's not something got, that you. I, I, no, yeah, you're right. I but I got time. I have plenty of time. Oh, so what? You just you set up your own. So you're gonna turn your own workplace into a brewery, is what you're saying? I got some extra file cabinets. Just saying. Oh, so you can hide I can, it. I can move. Yeah, I can. I can consolidate some files. You're, move some stuff around you're gonna you know, make it a couple you're gonna make a false front you're gonna you're yes. gonna hollow yeah. out the file cabinets put a door on the front and it's just gonna be a false front and nobody's ever gonna come up and just say hey what are those random file cabinets over there don't worry about it i'm just i'm working really hard i've been coming up with my own filing system i'm very organized now it's amazing those are uh those are classified you need level three clearance to get into there it's it's you we'll let you get there when you're at this level i just yeah rookie stay in your place stay in your lane and you're just you're just saying that to like senior advisors <laughs> like the ceo you don't have clearance to get into that you account. don't listen I, I i just don't think you got it well like i said if you ever find a, a place that uh, allows you to drink on the job, please let me know because that would be, a, a, I think, a very fun and entertaining place to work. It could also be a very dangerous and unproductive place to work. But, you know, eh, trade-offs. Uh, but oh, There's a fine line there. You know where they're probably drinking at work right now, right? Where's that? Wall Street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are, they are taking shots every hour hoping that the the stock price of GameStop drops and I don't want to get what a I don't want to week it's been it's been it's been a week it's been a crazy week on the stock market and I don't want to get too much into the actual like what happened with GameStop and blah 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 I mean everybody's covering that but I do find it very funny and entertaining to see all the people on social media who are now all of a sudden day traders love it like it's 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 every time some issue comes up, you know, like COVID comes up, every everybody's a doctor, everybody's a nurse, everybody knows everything. Something um, regarding a law comes up, everybody's a lawyer. Yeah. Now it, we've got a bunch of day traders. Hell, I mean, even when uh, Netflix had the the Queen's Gambit when that came out, all of a sudden everybody's a chess master. Everybody wants yeah. to play chess, right? So it, it's just another thing. And I mean, it, the day trader thing constantly is popping back up because of this stuff right so you had uh the wolf of wall street come out everybody wanted to be the wolf of wall street the day trader the stockbroker then you had the big mm -hmm. short come out everybody wanted to be a stockbroker again now this comes out everybody wants to be a day trader right and it, it just it's funny to me because i don't think people realize like what it takes to like day trade and and i'm right. i'm not an expert i'm not a day trader but from what I've seen of people who actually do it, there's a lot of analytics that go into the decisions they make, right? It's you don't wake yep. up and you get lucky on some of this stuff. Uh, and right, everybody right. and their grandmother thinks that they can do it now. And, and it, it'll calm down, I'm sure. I'm going to stop seeing the videos on Instagram of you want to know what the best stock is or the next big thing is. It's hey, get out of here. Right, right. It, it, it feels like, you know, Everybody's trying to push these. Obviously, GameStop's like the one that like everybody sees, and they want to want to be a part of it, whatever. But now I'm seeing all these people pushing these other stocks and everything. It's just like, guys, the, the, what happened with GameStop is like an anomaly. It's not going to happen over and over. Like, let it be. But you know, the the annoying thing about this this whole thing is like, obviously, this all kind of started with 
started on Reddit, or that's kind of where it really blew up. And the reason why I like Reddit is it's structured very well where you have separate groups. Like, this is the Wall Street Bets uh, subreddit, which is great. You know, um, if you, Reddit, you can separate things out. So if you don't want to pay attention to this, you can ignore it over here. It's in its own group. Um, unlike Facebook, you just get everything thrown at you. Well, it, well, it was nice because all the Wall Street bet stuff was all over here, but now all of it's coming onto Facebook, all of it's coming onto Twitter, and no, it's, so it's just getting, I guess, a little annoying at this point. You don't know how many videos of day traders that I've seen on TikTok in the last two days. It's oh, it's incredible. It's, I don't know what yeah. algorithm they are running, but immediately flooded with day traders. This is the next big stock. If you want to be a day trader, you got to do this. And it's like, it just, again, everybody thinks that they can do it. Yeah. But it, from what I've heard from people who, you know, know people who are day traders, yeah, you can make some money, but it's not a great yeah. way to make a living, right? It's like, no, I'm going to no. get it's, rich. It's, it's, it's kind of like a get rich quick scheme almost. Correct. Correct. Like the people that are actually doing what I feel is like solid trading are not the people that are jumping in, jumping out. Like you're putting in, you're actually investing it, letting it sit. Like you do your research, you find something that you really like that has some solidity to it. Is that a word even? Am I coming up with new words right now? Validity? Like valid? Uh, is, yeah. Let's, let's go with that. Let's throw that one in there. Something that's actually got some validity to it that you think is going to be worth it and you put money into it and you let it ride out and hope it, you know, in a year or so that it goes up. These things that, that take off and, and go like what we've seen with GameStop where they're increasing 1,700% in like three days. It's like it's like you're paying, it, it's a penny stock basically it's 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 extremely rare but again everybody thinks that they're going to find the next one and they're going to be a yeah be a, yeah. a thing it yeah. is we it can, is funny can... to me that gamestop is the one that that is the the short um and i i was texting one of my buddies and i was saying the irony that it's gamestop not because of what they do or anything like that but like the battle cry is now like the war on wall street right everybody against wall street and they're like, this is all a game. It's all rigged. And the fact that the company name is GameStop, I think is like poetic justice. I think that's hilarious. I love that this is, you know, like we call it. A, it's basically, it's a war of attrition right now of the 1% versus everybody else. <laughs> and the tagline everybody's using that's on the GameStop side is power to the players. To the moon! <laughs> We're going to the moon! We're going big, baby. We're going to the moon. <laughs> I love it. It's hilarious. But I do. But I mean, I do. Have... We we could beat this to like to death, and everybody's seen it, and we don't want to like bring it up like a ton. But I think this like one tweet like kind of summarizes this whole thing. I saw this the other day. The memes and everything that has come out of this are fantastic, but this one summarizes everything. This tweet from uh, Sean Murray. Uh, at no man's sky never in my three days <laughs> never in my three days of trading have i ever seen anything like this <laughs> and they're retweeting cnbc and squawk box and whatever it's, the other the other financial shows are and yeah unprecedented did did the tweet use the word unprecedented unprecedented i've never seen anything like this in my three days of day, of day trading God. honestly like nothing that, that's that's perfect that sums up the whole thing i'm sorry man i i oh this this beer it's bubbling and uh whenever there's that long pause it's really just me covering up for like burping and i don't want to burp, burp into the well, microphone that's, that's, you know that's an issue we're gonna have to figure out going forward because honestly like that's we're figuring out a lot of things on this podcast as we go. Like it's, we have nothing that's really solidified. We're figuring things, but that's the best way to figure things out. Just go ahead and do it. You release it. You learn from your mistakes and you go forward. Literally releasing it. Just not talking while I'm doing it. Um, so one of the GameStop, uh, I do have a story about GameStop, uh, recently, which is kind of funny to me. 
So GameStop surprised me because I was recently in there. I had to buy a new Xbox controller. I do. I own an Xbox. I broke my controller um, through my own stupidity and I had to go buy a new one. Well, when I went in there, first of all, there's nobody in there. There's only one person working the counter. Got to be a lonely job, but there was nobody in there at all. And so I go in and then I ask him if they have an Xbox controller. He says, yes. So I buy the Xbox controller. And while I'm buying it, I'm uh, I'm chatting them up and I'm letting them know like, yeah, man, like I've got three controllers that I've, I have that are all broken. Ones that either broken on me or ones that I got from friends or whatever. And I was like, I have nothing to do with them. <laughs> and he goes, oh, you should definitely bring them in. You can uh, you can trade them in even if they're not working and I'll give you some store credit for it. I was like, mm. oh, really? You tell me this now after I've just purchased this controller? <laughs> Thanks for looking out, bud. Really appreciate it. Like that could have gotten me 50 cents off of my controller because God knows they're not paying me for these things. Hell, if I take these things in, I'm almost concerned they're going to make me pay for them. Like, hey, listen, buddy, we're, we're taking these off your hands. We got to dispose of this. We got to have some guy put a package on it, put a label on it. Honestly, this is a lot of work. I, I, I'm going to have to have $5 for this. And, and you're going to be paying me $5 to take this off your hands. At that point, it's like a recycling company, right? You pay the recycling company yeah. to take your recyclables away. Well, I'm paying GameStop for them to take these broken controllers. But I just, I, I think it's the, the, <laughs> the funny thing is, you know, we had this, <clears throat> obviously, all the GameStop, like, uh, stuff going on with the stocks and everything but your story of yeah i walked in the store and there's like one person there mm, sounds like a company i want to invest in yeah <laughs> let me go throw some money at it yeah i don't i don't again the poetic justice of just the name gamestop i think is funny but again like why gamestop however i did hear that um if you've seen the movie the big short uh the guy who christian bale plays i think his name is michael barry michael burry I forget his last name, but it's something along those lines. He actually invested in GameStop. It made like $570 million on it. Wow. I mean, that guy's just... Unbelievable. So, uh, and it's funny because at the end of that movie, they say um, Michael Berry now only trades in one commodity. And then it says water. Well, apparently it's water and GameStop because... <laughs> found something else more interesting other than water you know what it is GameStop. it's like i love those used games well so man. so in that movie he's going to his like financial counterparts and he's saying like hey we got to short the market we got to short the market you know there's a bubble here and all of them are calling him crazy i really want to know what the meetings were like when he goes into a meeting with his financial counterparts and goes guys i've got two words for you GameStop. Well, I mean, it's worked out for him before, honestly. I mean, after so. that point, like, I, I'm sure he has some credibility after 2008. But, like, again, I just want to see the look on everybody's faces when they just, they look at him and go, what? <laughs> Game stop. Well, it, it, you know, I just, I, I, I got curious. So, I obviously, like, looked him up just now. I, uh, Michael James Berry is an American physician. Just start like right there. The, the dude was probably already making pretty good money. Are you sure? Position. I, that's what it's saying. I'm reading Wikipedia, which that's another topic. I think at this point, can we consider that a a valid? Uh, I'm gonna say yes. Like resource to take information from. Yes, I'm gonna say yeah, yes. My, like fuck all my high school teachers that said Wikipedia is not a reliable source. Yeah, I, I, I think at this point we can consider that uh, reliable. But yeah, Michael James uh, Burry, Burry, Burry uh, is an American physician, uh, physician, investor, and hedge fund manager. Oh, shit. Uh, graduated from Vanderbilt uh, University School of Medicine. Go Commodores. Go Commodores. The one with the weird basketball court with the, the uh, that's isn't that right? I don't know where the, uh, the, the coaches are at the ends of the court rather than on the sidelines. I don't I'm know. I'm sure that's right. It could be. I don't know. You can look that up too, but I'm not. Okay. Uh, re regardless. So the guy was already a physician and then became a, a hedge fund manager and an investor. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. Some people and are. He's, 
you want to guess his age? Do you know how old he is? 39. Okay. Uh, eh, eh, not really close, but no. 49. Oh, 49. You had, you had one of the numbers right. And I was only one off on the other one. <laughs> yes, yes, you are correct. I was uh, super close. But I, I, I just, like, it's amazing. This guy was a doctor. It's like the equivalent of somebody who's like, yeah, I'm a doctor, I'm an astronaut, and uh, I cured AIDS. Like, So, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's only 49 years old. So, there was a guy, again, that went to our college that was in our fraternity, and he was a few years ahead of us. But isn't he a, um, he's a doctor, he went to seminary school, <laughs> and then he's, and then he's, uh, what, does he have his commercial, like, uh, aquatic license or whatever? Like, he can, like, essentially pilot a cruise ship as well? It's like... It, so, it, we call him Dr. Father Dr. Captain? Dr. Father Captain, Mr. Whatever, you know. It, it's amazing, all these people, you know, like... Is is having a bachelor's uh, of science and engineering not enough for you at this point? Like, no, nah, I want to keep going. No, I need to go do God's work, and I'm going to do it on the ocean. You know what? I'm going to cure. I'm going to cure uh, those people that are struggling with the demons out in space, and I'm going to cure their diseases and everything. Dude, that that reminds me of another one. Doing it all at once. Another one of our buddies. Like, we went to college with some really, like, weird people. Like, weird in, like, a... a Impressive way. Impressive, funny, like, breaking stereotype way. Because do you know who I'm going to talk about next? Our other friend? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I think you do because he he graduated from our college in three years. Oh, yep. Yep. I'm on it. Then he went to uh, he's uh, he got his Ph.D. from Alabama. And he's a rocket scientist. But if you ever tie, baby, but if you know this guy, my God, he is the biggest redneck I know. He he. Like, I'm pretty sure one of the pictures I saw of him, he's he's a big hunter. He likes guns and stuff like that. And he's in a cutoff flannel, like, holding a, a, you know, deer antler or some shit. And he's a rocket scientist with his Ph.D. Let's, let me, who is the, who is the red met, redneck comedian? Oh, what is this guy? I can't remember his name right now. Hold on. I've got his picture. Larry the Cable Guy. If you if you Google Larry the Cable Guy, that was this guy's profile picture at one point. That's basically you're you're imagining this guy. This guy graduated from engineering school in three years and then now is a rocket scientist. That's a that's a great way to describe him. If you just imagine that Larry the Cable Guy was an actual rocket scientist, you would have our buddy. Like he that's it's, our buddy. He I want him like when they announced Space Force, when when Trump announced Space Force, I asked him to please, like, apply for any position at Space Force because I wanted him to be the face of Space Force. I wanted Larry the Cable Guy, the rocket scientist, to be the face of Space Force. China's looking at us. Russia's looking at us going, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, either they... This is what you got? They're, they're thinking one of two things. One is, that's all you got? Or two, oh, fuck. <laughs> And the, the amazing thing is, he's smart as shit. Like, it, it, there's a reason why he's in the position that he's in now. It's not that he's not smart. It's not like he walked his way or, or knew somebody that knew somebody and waltzed his way into this position. He's actually a smart guy. No, very you smart just guy. Like, it, it's, it's the um, don't judge a book by its cover. It's amazing. Extremely smart guy. But again, if I were, if you were to pick him out of a lineup, right? And I said, look, here's six people. Pick the rocket scientist. He is number six on that list. Amazing. Amazing. There's some crazy people out there for sure. I'm just happy where I'm at now. (laughs) I'm doing all right. I'm living. I'm drinking. I'm making a podcast. That's about, you know, all, all I'm. (laughs) <laughs> destined for i guess i'm just excited to have pizza on the way man so so 
You, you <laughs> recently, I'm excited about. You recently told me I can't believe you don't eat before we do this. That's I feel like that's problematic, but I it, it, it's it's a very bold strategy. I'm not I I know my mom would not be proud of it. Um, but I like to really get into character per se. So uh, that's part of it. Like trying to get even more drunk than you should. Again, we yeah, it's 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 probably a bad idea. Um, I've, I've been this is obviously our second episode, so I'm trying to like feel it out, I guess. Man, but I don't know. Did your mom? Did your mom in like high school or anything ever talk to you about like alcohol or drinking or your parents in general? No, no, and I I wasn't one. I I guess I wasn't one that they had to worry about. Like I was pretty good in in high school. Like I didn't really do much like crazy stuff. I mean, I didn't either, but I remember this vividly because it was just so random. My uh, my mom, at one point in high school, told me, "Aaron, you're about to go off to college," and <laughs> really, yeah, she's like, "You're about to go off to college," Thanks, mom. and you know, you're gonna have the opportunity to drink, and you're not gonna know your limits if. You don't drink and you really need to know your limit. And it was almost like she was advocating <laughs> for me in high school to just go get hammered to figure out like how much alcohol I could drink before it became a problem. Well, honestly, like I, I I've seen this thing where a lot of uh, of parents and I, I, I get this is somewhat illegal in a way, because um, when you go to college, you're probably 17 or 18 years old, roughly. But I've seen where or at least I've heard of where a lot of parents will say, okay, I'm fine with you drinking. Just do it around me. You establish yourself. You understand like what it does to you, what, how you feel like how much alcohol does what, you know? And honestly, it, it legitimately is a, a better way of doing it. And I, I don't know. I, it just seems like a better idea your parents feel a lot more comfortable because they're around you while you're doing it. You like your first couple times or whatever. And it's just like, relax. Like, yeah, well see, but here it's a slippery slope because those are the kids that all of us went to their house. Like, again, I, I didn't, I didn't drink in, in high school, like at all. I think I, throughout my entire high school career, I think I had two beers total. Um, that obviously has, (laughs) has changed a little bit. I never drank until I was 21. Never. Never, never, never. So, I would never drink the devil's the devil's blood. That that's not a saying. Okay. Well, Is I that, just made it. It's a saying now. Hashtag the devil's blood. I was equating well, it to like the devil's lettuce. So you call weed like the devil's lettuce, whatever. Yeah. Well, whatever. that doesn't help you me because what? this beer that I'm drinking is like straight. That's, that was really bad. It's straight. That was red. bad timing. That is bad timing. <laughs> I apologize if you can't finish that beer. No, I'm going to finish it. Don't worry about that. I'll finish it. Don't worry about that at all. Um, But yeah, those kids were the ones that we went to their house. And like a couple of my friends in high school were like real big potheads. They smoked all the time. And so they had um, in his house, they had a game room, which became the high school hangout where they would go and they'd get hammered and smoke weed all the time. So like that room just was constantly just smelled of weed. We'd go play poker there and stuff like that. But um, yes, I we had those parents at our high school that were like, if you're going to do it, do it at our house where I can supervise. But then that became like the right. party house where everybody would go to. So it's it's you want to you want to be supportive. You want to be it's like you're being trying to be cautious but yeah, you don't want to be that household. But it, it is a fun household, but it's a danger. It's a gamble. Well, the, the, so the, this, the same the cool house, the same friend uh, would go and steal his dad's weed. Oh, good. Yeah, no, his dad had a stash of weed, and he would go and steal his dad's weed whenever he ran out. <laughs> oh no, that just seems like a bad idea. Period. <laughs> like the, his parents, though. Uh, I mean, nicest parents in the world. I mean, like if I was in like super trouble and I, I haven't talked to him or his family in years 
And I guarantee you, if I called them up and said, hey, I'm in trouble or whatever, they would come and help me out. Like they're, they're great right. people, but it was really funny to hear like, hey man, I got some weed. I, yeah, I just stole some out of my dad's stash. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm, we're, we're covered. I got the backup. Well, you know, that's where the we're still here. That's where we're headed to, right? It's like our generation, weed's becoming legal. Like a lot more people are, are smoking, a lot more people are, you know, doing that stuff. And it's, it's going to be like the kids that we have their generation, they're going to be stealing our weed. <laughs> you know what? I'm not having it. I'm not having I'm it. I'm getting a goddamn lockbox. I'm getting a safe. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's going to be like the, the the fucking cartoons where there's like a big cage and then there's a lockbox inside of a lockbox inside of a lockbox. It's just going to keep on fucking going. It's, You're never getting in there. Yeah, I, I mean, so weed is legal up here in Michigan. Um, and uh, it's kind of cool that you can just go get it wherever, right? Um, not a big deal. I know like my roommates will place orders online and then they'll just go pick up weed and bring it back and then they'll smoke or whatever. It's, it's, it's just like an interesting time. Um, I, 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 I don't know. This is all like new things. Like obviously alcohol, we've had that around for so long where it's just like normal to like go to the store and like go pick up alcohol. But it's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go to the store and go pick up some weed real quick. Or <clears throat> yeah, I just ordered this new weed online. And it should be coming in here. Exactly. So they'll order online, they'll go pick it up. And I actually answered the door one day and there was somebody at my door just holding a bag of weed. And they're like, Hey, are you uh so-and-so they were looking for my roommate? I was like, no, they're like, uh, yeah, I really need that person. And so my roommate comes down the stairs and he has to like sign paperwork and <laughs> then so he gets weird. his bag of weed and he goes upstairs and, and smokes. Right. So it's, uh, it's weird. Uh, up in Michigan with, you know, weed being legal and everything. But I don't know. Uh, me and weed have never really seen eye to eye. Um, you know, I've I've dabbled uh, a couple of times, but it never seems to really work out well for me. And I guess uh, I've had a couple of experiences. Like, for example, um, I got the opportunity to go overseas and I was in Amsterdam and weed and literally almost anything is legal in Amsterdam, right? It's it's the wild, wild west of, of the East. It's ridiculous, man. It's just, it's, I, I could tell you multiple stories about Amsterdam, but this one as far as weed. So we get, we get to Amsterdam, we go to a coffee shop and we've never, like me and my buddy have never smoked before. So we go and we're like, Hey, we've never done this. What do you recommend? And the, the bartender, uh, barista, and again, this is, is a coffee shop. The, it should be like a high tender at that point. Yeah, I, I again, I don't know what they call them in Amsterdam, but but you go to the quote unquote coffee shop, and that's where you can buy weed and everything. And so, this lady looks looks at us and goes, uh, "You boys want to do a space cake?" And oh. we're like, "We're like, <laughs> sure." And she goes, "I got vanilla or chocolate." And so I think we got one of each. Like I got vanilla, he got chocolate, and then yeah. um, she goes, "All right, now what you're gonna do? You're gonna eat half of this now. You're gonna wait thirty minutes, and you're gonna eat the uh, the other half." after 30 minutes. I was like, okay, sounds simple enough. So that's what we do. We <laughs> eat half do this. That. Those are very simple instructions. Very <laughs> simple instructions. She did not like provide a warning label about what was about to happen to me. But, uh, so I, I eat half of it and then I had to meet some friends. We took the train to Amsterdam. They drove. So our hmm. friends that were there, um, we met them at the hotel. And so by the time we got checked in and everything, it had been about a half an hour. And I'm feeling nothing at all. So I'm like, oh, okay. I eat as the other half. Like, as in like the, the weed's not doing anything. Not yeah, that you're like, I'm high as fuck and I'm not feeling anything right now, right? You're the, it, the first one. Yes. I, I don't feel high. I feel nothing, right? I'm just like, eh, this didn't do anything. So I eat the second half, right? It's been 30 minutes. I'm like, must be safe. So we get with our friends, we go back down into downtown Amsterdam uh, to, to go to a club and some of the other guys in our, our group uh, had bought some joints. So I'm like, I'm still not feeling it. I take a couple hits of this joint, right? We walk probably three miles to the club that we're trying to go to and I start yawning and 
the bouncer actually makes fun of me. He goes, hey, man, the night is still young. This this <laughs> club is open till like 6 a.m., right? We get there at like midnight. He goes, he goes the night is still young. 6 a.m., 6 yeah. in the morning. Yes. Oh, my God. So I, when we left the club, I think we left the club around 4 or 4.30 in the morning. And then when we were taking the train back to our hotel, like the um, shuttle train, it wasn't really a subway because it was above ground, but uh, we take that back to our hotel. The sun is coming up, right? So we're going back to our hotel. But um, yeah, so we get there at midnight and the bouncer's like, the night is still young. And I was like, I know, I'm just tired. We get into the club. Everything hits me all at once. And I turned to this little Mexican girl that was in our study abroad program. That's why I was there. I grab her and I go, I need water now. Now. And so she starts freaking out and she like, she thinks something's like seriously wrong. She sprints to the bar. It's like pushing people out of the way. gets the bartender's attention. And like, they just start pouring me glasses of water. Water is not free in Europe. You don't get really? free. It's not. I, I I've never been so I've never been out of Europe. So like full full disclosure there. So I have no idea what it's like outside of the U.S. Yeah, water is not free. I spent probably close to seventy five U.S. dollars on water because no. I, I couldn't feel I couldn't feel my mouth. Seventy five dollars on water. Yes. Okay. I so I do find this funny because like I see memes and and like. I get uh, like a uh, Jim Gaffigan at one point makes fun of of U uh, S water people whatever people drinking uh, water out of bottles because it's like the shit's literally free like it's all around you companies have to make it all the time like oh what if we just made bottled water and then sold it to at like ten cents a bottle which is like Honestly, like a really high price when you look at it. But I think it's funny when you talk about that, that it's not, like you paid not, $75. Not free in Europe. I drank oh so much water. God. It was like $75. I couldn't swallow. I couldn't feel my mouth. I couldn't do anything. And I don't remember the club at all. I drank the water to the point where I could feel my mouth again and actually like swallow. I spent the next three hours staring at the ground on the dance floor in the middle of this club. The only, yeah, like I said, we left the floor at least like some epoxy, like it had a nice design to it. Oh, the floor had a wonderful finish. Oh, (laughs) I was was, hoping that had like some, you know, like crazy design to it where you're just at at least like, "Mm, yeah, that's really interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm getting some off of this. So like, I, I enjoy it. But I was staring at the ground where people started coming up to me and asking me if I was okay. And I straight up looked them in the eyes and I just shook my head no. And then I went back to staring at the ground. I did that (laughs) for three hours. And then I had to walk three miles back to the train to go back to the hotel. That was my first experience with weed ever. Now, I have some friends up here in Grand Rapids. They are very, very much into drugs. Not heavy stuff to my knowledge, but they like to party. And I told them that story and they go, yeah, you fucked up. That bartender that sold you that space cake fucked you because the stuff in Amsterdam apparently is different from here, whatever way that was. And baked weed is different from normal smoking weed. It, it fucked me up. The best part is that the next day, some of the girls we were with, decided that they wanted to do space cakes. And I looked at them. I said, no, you didn't. No, No, you don't. Horrible idea. They do space cakes. Everywhere we went to that day, any chance they had to sit down, passed out immediately. So there's, there's a meme that you can probably Google or YouTube, and it's a polar bear. And its face is dragging on the ground as it propels itself with its back legs. Yep. I don't know if you know that meme. If you don't, look it up. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. These two girls, that's how they were walking around Amsterdam the next day. And I told them, I don't feel sorry. I told you not to do it. I said, I had a horrible experience. The uh, So it's that like, was my... F- I, I, I had a bad experience jumping off this building 
and they listen to it. They're like, oh, my God, that sounds horrible. I want to do well, that. Let me let me go do that. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened. So that was my first experience with weed. Second experience with weed. I had a panic attack and then I walked five miles back to my house. Five miles. It might have been three. That's, that's, it was it was well, three to five miles somewhere in there. Okay, you're at I, six, six to what nine miles? Six six to I six walk to eight miles. I walk. Walking. When you, I get high, apparently I just walk. But it, it could be a good thing. You exercise, you walk it off. Could be a good thing. Well, the second time, so I had a panic attack. I walk, let's just say, three miles back to my house. I sent a uh, a text message. I took a picture. Because at my old house, we had a giant tree in the front yard. I took a picture because where that giant tree was, was now a little sprouting tree that had just been planted. Well, I I texted my roommate a picture. I was like, hey, when did they cut this tree down and like just plant a new one? And he goes, bro, that's not our house. You're in the neighbor's yard. I turned well, to my right over my shoulder. I was like, oh, fuck, there's our house. Oh, <laughs> See, that reminds me of a... <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to tell that story. Uh, no, and you know what? I'm going to tell that story. <laughs> so one of our one of our buddies had had, had a few too many drinks. And um... <laughs> so he's married and everything. And his uh, wife is obviously concerned and uh it's been a long night so he's on his way back from bars and she's like hey uh text me when you get here and some time goes by she says hey uh where are you and he goes hey i'm literally drinking water in the kitchen and she walks out of the kitchen (laughs) he's not there he's not there (laughs) and to this day we have no idea where he was but uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he just was not in his own kitchen. He, he was no, and and she was the minute she texted him and said, "Where are you?" and he said, "I'm drinking water in the kitchen." She walked out there, and he was not there. <laughs> so he, and, uh, yeah, not a clue where he was to this day. But you know what? I, I I think we're gonna make a new segment here. You know what we're gonna call this? What? We're gonna call this Thompson's story time. And and it's it's who else but Thompson, and I think this is the the fitting theme song for it. Nope. Nope. Not a thing. And it's it's perfect. It's gonna no. become a thing as much as you don't like it. It's gonna become a thing. No, fuck you and fuck welcome, everybody else. Who welcome says to this the shit. meme. Welcome to the meme. No, okay. You know what? When I when I said in the first podcast that I get myself into shenanigans, I I said I would ex- like share those. This is not going to become a segment. Like, go fuck yourself. I'm not I'm not doing this Seinfeld thing. This isn't. Oh, you mean Who like this? The fuck you. We got these. We we the soundboard is ready. Anytime you tell a story, we're ready to go. Well, you know what? I'm just going to have to refrain from telling stories, apparently, because that's not going to happen. <sighs> if you want to do that, just leave the podcast. I'll take it over. It's fine. No. Nope. We'll get better ratings. Nope. No, we won't. We have exactly zero ratings, so uh, even one rating would be good. No, I saw, uh, I think we had one listener <laughs> on up. our initial <laughs> podcast. <laughs> You're not talking about the on the YouTube? On the YouTubes? I don't think it was YouTube. I think uh, I, one... I was definitely the first person to watch and like the video on YouTube. <laughs> you were you were the first I, person. That was that was me. I uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may have gone onto my personal account, liked the video, and uh, walked away. Back in high school, that was actually my thing with Twitter. Is I would tweet something and I would like my own tweet because I thought I was so funny. You oh. No. I, I, I no longer have people. a Twitter. I deleted my Twitter completely. Like there's, you can't find a tweet from me, but that was my thing in high school because I was like, I love my own tweet so much. I'm going to like this and I don't care who cares. I, I, okay. What, what, what composed you to do that? Because I think I'm hilarious. You think you're that funny? Yes. If you don't love yourself, who will? 
I'm not disagreeing. I think, uh, like, self-help, or not self-help, but, like, self-appreciation uh, and whatever is, is a thing, but I don't know. That's taking it a bit far. Well, you know what I, uh, what I absolutely love? What's it's that? the last segment of the show, and it is... Oh, baby! Last call! This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. Order again, baby. Oh, last I love, call. I love that jingle. I again, I'm going to keep it's saying so, it. It's, it's a great, so good. It's I'm a great so glad jingle. we found it. We need, we need it. We do need to find that and tag it. We'll do that. We'll give credit where credit is due. It's a great jingle, though. Great jingle. So uh, this is how we end our show. It's the final 10 minutes of the Last Call podcast, and we do a different segment every week. We might have some recurring ones, but this week we're going to play a game, and that game is called Think or Drink. Ooh. How does this work? How does this work? So I ask Nick This is is new to me, by the way. I I ask Nick trivia questions. And if he gets it right, I have to drink. If he gets it wrong, he has to drink. So, Nick, are you ready? I got 10 questions here. I think I'm ready. Um, You know what? I'm born ready. I'm ready to do it. Let's let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Question number one. In October of 2020, what stock hit the highest price of all time? Oh, like per share, correct? Per share. Um, it's got to be one. Ooh, I, it's tough because you would think one of the big ones would. I, you know what? I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna say Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> Wrong. The answer is Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, that's uh, Warren Buffett's firm, I believe. Uh, it hit correct three hundred and twenty thousand dollars per share. Okay, but does that count as a stock at that yes. point? You can trade Berkshire Hathaway. Okay. It was three hundred and twenty thousand a share. I don't, in I don't October think many people know this. But when you buy stock, you have to buy a whole share. You can't buy half a share. You uh, that's not buy, true anymore. You can buy partial shares. Okay, but very you have to you have to have the right thing. Take take it up with the internet. Three hundred twenty thousand okay. dollars Berkshire Hathaway. But that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money per share. All right, question two. Youngest F1 driver to ever win a race. Easy, easy. Mr. Sebastian. Oh, shit. Shit, I, I fucked that up. Let me redo that. Mr. Max Verstappen from the Netherlands. That is correct. Uh, he was 18 in the 2016 Spanish Grand Prix. 18 the, years the, old. The, the previous to that was Sebastian Vettel from Germany. And that I would thought have been you were going to fuck Monaco. this up. I almost did. I got a drink for that. Woo! All right. Here's a question that I know that you will not. Teams Bet. with the most Super Bowl wins in NFL history. There it, are two of them. There's two? Oh, so there's a tie. for the. the it's a tie two. for the most Super Bowl wins in NFL history. New England Patriots. That's one. Uh, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> There's no way. How? Yes. Let's go. God damn it. Yes. Pittsburgh and New England both have six. I can't believe that you just got I'm, that. Dude, I pulled it. Okay. I, I'm not I'm not a big sports person. Let's put that out there for the podcast. I'm not a big sports person, but I do like pay attention somewhat. Yeah, whatever. So let's go. Number the next two. There's a tie for second place between the 49ers, so San Francisco and Dallas. They both have, excuse me, they both have five apiece. God, I can't. I didn't. I didn't give you your ding. You got it. Thank you. I appreciate the ding. Man, I specifically tried to make these hard because I wanted to make you drink. Dude, one for the thumb. Let's go. All right, here we go. What actor has the highest grossing film total of all time? Woo! Ooh, 
Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, we're gonna go with my oh, shit, my boy Tom Hanks. Wrong, but I will give you a hint because there's a lot of actors. Uh, hint: This actor was in Django Unchained. Django Unchained. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Wrong. Uh, Drink. Oh so, no. So it was actually Samuel L. Jackson at ten billion dollars grossed. Holy cow! Number two. Robert Holy Downey Jr. with $5.97 billion grossed. Really? Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, from all those Avenger movies and the Iron Man movies. So Samuel L. Jackson, number one at 10. Robert Downey Jr. at almost $6 billion. Question number five. What has your Nintendo... Or, no, oh, wow. What, what year? Has? What year was Nintendo founded? And you have to be within five years. Oh, no. Um... Uh, okay, so like, N sixty four was out in nineteen ninety six, but it was before that. There was Super Nintendo, uh, nineteen eighty three. Shit, I don't like this. Horrible guess. Horrible guess. Was it that Horrible bad where guess. it needed two beeps? Eighteen eighty nine. Huh. Nintendo no. was founded in 1889. What are these facts that you're pulling? What were they doing back then? What were Ask they doing? Ask the internet. Most stream song of all time, according to Spotify. Uh, it's got to be a Justin Bieber song. Uh, and it's Baby, I don't know, by Justin Bieber. Wrong. We're struggling today. Ed Sheeran, Shape of You. Really? I mean, yes. it's a good song, but like I, I figured it would have been a Justin Bieber song. According to Spotify, number one stream song of all time, Ed Sheeran, Shape of You. I'm not sure I agree, but whatever. Along the same lines, what's the most streamed YouTube video of all time? Oh, no, I should know this. Um, is it the evolution of dance? That was one at one point. It was. It was. Look up the evolution of dance. It's a great video. I'll give you a hint. And this is the is this it is it the a hint. Music video. Is it a music kids. Video? Kids by like it's, now. It's, it's something kids that kids would MGMT. like. Uh, it's something uh, that kids would like. Is it some unboxing of a fucking Lego? The kid that makes like. 10 million dollars a year okay you know what you don't have to do that every time <laughs> it's getting hurtful at this point it's it's the baby shark video no wait did... baby shark 7.05 billion views despacito yes despacito 7.04 billion views shape of you shape of you 5.05 billion views those are the top three. Okay, All right, we're running so out. Of, we're running out of time. We gotta get to the uh, next question. Get on with it. Today, Junior. How many seasons of The Office are there? Oh, no, my our, our buddy Cameron is gonna be very upset with me. Uh, ten. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, Cameron. There are nine, nine ah, seasons of The Office. No. Oh, I was so in between close. eight or nine, and right. uh, yeah, just missed it. All right, we got about a minute left. Combined, how old are John Krasinski, Jenna Fisher, Rain Wilson, and Steve Carell? Combined, all four of them. Today how old are they? Or when they were acting? No, today. Sorry, today. Okay, so we got John Krasinski, Jenna Fisher, Rain Wilson, Rain Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Com combined, how old are they? Oh, exactly 220 years old. So okay, I didn't tell I didn't you, you have to be minus. within five. You have to be within five, okay. but you're wrong. I'll give you one more quick guess. You got to hurry. Quick guess. Uh, 200. Fuck. 
Exactly. Exactly, exactly on the mark. John Krasinski, Woo! 41. Jenna Fisher, 46. Rain Wilson, 55. Steve Carell, oh God, 58. Old. Rain Wilson is way older than I thought. Yeah, Rain Wilson is 55. And and they make a joke about that, actually, in the final episode, where John Krasinski says, you are so much older than I am. And Rain goes, <laughs> well, not really. But yes, he is 14 years older than John Krasinski. Wow. All right, final question. Here we go. How many downloads does... Joe Rogan's podcast get per month. I don't like your you're reaching for the button already. Uh, ten, uh, 10 million. Per month? Yeah, I don't know, man. 10 million? He does well. A million. I'll give you, it, it, you have to be within 10 million. <laughs> I guess 10 million. Uh, 50 million. Wrong. 190 million downloads per month the joe rogan podcast gets and guess what ladies and gentlemen we're gonna get there eventually (laughs) give it give some time it's it's gonna happen we're only on episode two joe rogan's on episode 5000 we're okay where do they find us where do they find us at though uh us at Okay, yeah, you can find us on Spotify, doing? iTunes, and YouTube. It took me a long time, but we're on those three platforms right now, yep. and maybe we'll be on more later. But and if you, if you have any suggestions, uh, 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 message us at uh, the Last Call Podcast, as in T H E E Last Paul Last Call Podcast at gmail.com for any suggestions. Thank you for riding with us on this <laughs> Friday episode two. Have a great fucking. Friday.